Live from NPR News, I'm Jack Spear. President Biden is seeking to reset relations with longtime allies at this year's Group of Seven Summit. NPR's Franco Ordonez reports on some of the formalities of high-stakes diplomacy. President Biden and French President Emmanuel Macron shared a moment at the G7 Summit in Cornwall. After taking a family photo with all the seven world leaders together, Biden reached out and embraced Macron as they walked arm in arm across the beach talking about their country's shared goals. These leadership summits are generally filled with awkward hugs and handshakes set up for the cameras. But Biden's moment with Macron was certainly quite the contrast from the images of Macron's white-knuckled handshake with former President Donald Trump. Macron later tweeted video of the two close together, his arm on Biden's. Macron wrote optimistically that now, united, it's time to deliver. Franco Ordonez, NPR News, Carbis Bay, England. The Justice Department's internal watchdog group says it is launching an investigation following revelations the Trump administration secretly seized phone data from at least two House Democrats as part of an aggressive probe into the origins of media links. House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff and California Representative Eric Swalwell saying they were notified by Apple about the information request at the time the committee was investigating former President Donald Trump's ties to Russia, Democrats causing the, calling their disclosure shocking. The Biden administration today announced further steps it will take to stop completion of former President Trump's 450 miles of border wall. But as NPR's John Burnett explains, the White House cannot cancel the massive wall project outright. The administration is calling on Congress to cancel unspent millions that were previously appropriated for the border wall. What the administration is doing unilaterally is to take $2 billion in Pentagon money that Trump diverted for wall construction and return it to the original earmarked projects, such as base schools and troop housing. The White House is also pledging to remediate environmental damage caused by the massive building project. In wilderness along the Arizona-Mexico border, for instance, mountainsides were dynamited to erect the 30-foot barrier. The latest moves do not stop all land condemnation, where federal authorities have been seizing border acreage from private citizens for the wall, but all eminent domain cases are now under review. John Burnett, NPR News. Coverage of the coronavirus pandemic and racial injustice protests dominated this year's Pulitzer Prizes. The Associated Press sweeping the photography category for its coverage of protests and pictures of those most devastated by the pandemic. Minneapolis Star Tribune won for its reporting following the death of George Floyd. New York Times won a public service prize for its coronavirus coverage. And NPR won this year's Pulitzer in the audio reporting category for an investigative series on gun rights activists. Stocks closed higher today. The Dow was up 13 points. You're listening to NPR. Fast food company McDonald's is the latest to be hit by a major data breach after unauthorized activity on its network exposed the personal data of some of the company's customers in South Korea and Taiwan. McDonald's saying it moved quickly to identify and contain the incident. The company says the breach while exposing customers' personal data did not expose any payment information. China is punishing 27 officials who it says are responsible for a deadly ultra-marathon last month. NPR's John Ruwich reports 21 runners died in the middle of the race when the weather turned cold and foul. According to China's state news agency, an investigation concludes that, quote, non-standard and unprofessional event operations were the cause of the disaster. The event's organizers apparently ignored extreme weather warnings in the lead-up to the 100-kilometer race and that they only recommended protective gear, like warm jackets, rather than making them mandatory. Some officials face criminal charges, while others have been fired or given disciplinary punishment. 
State media say the Communist Party chief of the county where the race took place fell from a building this week in an apparent suicide. John Ruich, NPR News. A couple of major cruise lines say they intend to be back in business this summer. That's despite two guests on a test run of Royal Caribbean's Celebrity Millennium ship who tested positive for the virus. With large numbers of Americans now vaccinated, Royal Caribbean Group and Carnival both say they will push ahead with plans to resume cruises this summer. Cruise ship lines took a major hit last year when most halted activity after several ships became host to major coronavirus outbreaks. Some trips are slated to start this month and in early July. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News.